Blog Talk Radio. Because of the maturity of God that's come into you, that maturity will carry you. That maturity will gird you and will carry you to a place that you've never walked before. And this is the ministry. This is the ongoing ministry of the Holy Spirit. For the scripture says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. This is Pastor Brad Morgan. It's good being with you today, and I want to continue my teaching on the Holy Spirit. And I'm so grateful for the Spirit of God. In the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit just came on the prophet, the priest, and the king. And the Holy Spirit just came on people to do special things. But in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is available to indwell us. And also the the Holy Spirit is available to come upon us in in power for service. And so I just begin talking about this uh, work of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament. John 7, verses 37 through 39, it says, On the last day, this great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, You know, some people think that Jesus never got uh, loud, or they have a picture of Jesus that's not accurate, but it says he cried out. I believe he was loud, because there was many people at this feast. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of his, uh, some translation says, out of his belly, out of his innermost being will flow rivers. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive, for the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So he told them to go, he told them to go and wait for the promise of the Father to wait in Jerusalem. And so this is actually what they did. They went and they waited. And in Luke uh, 24, we see them actually doing this in verse 49. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high, until you are endued with dunamis. Wait, wait in the city. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. That is very powerful. You know, I never saw this aspect of the Holy Spirit, waiting on the Holy Spirit. He blessed them. He spoke a blessing. There is such a power in speaking a blessing over people. And we have the ability to bless. We have the ability to curse. But we can choose to bless people. We can even bless people if they've, they've done us wrong. We can choose to bless with our mouth. Now it came to pass. Oh, I like that verse too. Now it came to pass. I want to tell you something. You might be walking through some stuff today. You might be walking through even some hard things. But I want to tell you something. The word of the Lord will come to pass because God is true. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven and they worshiped him and returned to jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing god so they already experienced joy 
They already experienced joy from his presence, but they were waiting. They were waiting, and they were praising God, and they were blessing God. Now, uh, Mark 16, verse 15, it says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. So he, so he tells them, in the name of Jesus, you're going to have power. You're going to be able to cast out demons. You're going to be able to speak with new tongues. Now, some people take this part and say it's not part of the, the Bible, but I don't believe that. He says they'll speak with new tongues. They'll have a language from heaven. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Now, that doesn't mean we're supposed to handle snakes. It doesn't mean that. But what it does mean is that if we're proclaiming the gospel, if we're walking out our assignment, that there's an, a protection that is available. Even though that protection is available, sometimes things can happen, but there is a protection available for the believer, and we need to believe for that. We need to call forth the angels of God because the angels of God are available to protect us. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. So th this is another thing that I see that I believe is available to people, even people that don't choose to speak in tongues, don't believe that that's available to the believer. It, but if they believe in the miraculous power of God and they put an expectation on God, they can preach the word and the Lord will work and the Lord working with them. I love that. The Lord working with them. I uh, went to Kenya few months back, and uh, when I was in Kenya in a meeting teaching pastors and, and uh, leaders, and, and there, was a, there was a young man that came into that meeting that I found out later on wasn't a believer, and I, I spoke a word over this young man, and through this word, God touched him, God touched his body, and he made a commitment to the Lord to walk with the Lord. So the Lord was working with them. Boy, that's what I want. I want God to be working with me. You know, I want to find what God is doing, and I want to join what he's doing. Now, Matthew 28, verse 18, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of age. He said, I've given all authority. I want you, you to go out and preach the word. I want you to baptize, and then I want you to, to make disciples. And then we also see in John, the end of John, a very uh, interesting story. 
John 20. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went into the tomb early while it was still dark and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciples whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out and the other disciple and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together. The other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. And he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb, and he saw the linen clothes lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who came to the tomb first went in also, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. Verse 19 same chapter. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the door was shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. So this is, this is the time that they received the indwelling Spirit of God into their lives. But even after they received the indwelling Spirit, he told them to go, to go and wait in Jerusalem. And as they waited in Jerusalem, they would receive power from on high. Now another thing that's 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 interesting about this about the Holy Spirit, and we see this in John uh, 21, begin to realize that the Lord had had arisen, and Jesus was fixed in breakfast. John 21:12, Jesus said to them, "Come and eat breakfast." Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, "Who are you?" Knowing that it was the Lord. Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them, and likewise the fish. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. Now both the first two times he said, Do you agape me? Do you agape me? Do you love me unconditionally? And then the third time he said to him, The third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And this is a phileo love. This is a an affection, a brotherly affection, but it's not a, an unconditional love. So the third time, he lowered the the demands of the love. He didn't say, do you love me unconditionally? Do you love me no matter what g g happens? But do you love me with a brotherly love, with, with a phileo love? And Peter was grieved. 
and 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 he said to him, Lord, you know all things. That's very, you know all things. In other words, the Lord knew that he d- denied him. And remember, Peter was the one that said, I'll never deny you. I'll never forsake you. But yet when the, the experience came, he did deny the Lord. And, uh, and he denied him three times. And the third time, it said that he actually cursed and used profanity. And so he he said... You know that I love you, Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished when you were younger. You know, it's amazing. Um, Babies, they get hungry, and then they get hungry in the middle of the night. And when they're hungry, they want to eat. And and then they get a little older, maybe getting their twos, ones, twos, and Maybe they can start walking some, and you got to watch what's on the floor because if a baby's hungry, a baby will just put whatever on big crayon on the floor, pick that crayon up, and start eating it because they're not able to to know what's good and what's not good, and that's really the first stage of, of the Christian life. In the first stage, we'll just eat anything anything that comes our way because we're so hungry we'll just eat it and we have no discernment and but then we come to the second stage and the second stage is where we begin to realize that we need to be planted in a place we needed to be planted in the church we need to be planted in the house of the lord that we might flourish but he said when you were younger you girded yourself and walked where you where you wished but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. And uh, now he was talking about how he was going to die. In other words, he was he was going to be martyred for the Lord. But there's another principle here, and this is the principle that as you mature, sometimes the Lord will ask you to do things that you don't want to do, and your flesh doesn't want to do. Your spirit always wants to obey God, but your flesh doesn't want to do it. And there'll be a conflict because it'll inconvenience you. I want to tell you something. The call of God will inconvenience your life. And it, but, but he said, when you're old, when you're mature, I'll carry you. I'll gird you and carry you where you do not wish. There'll be a strength that'll come into your life and You'll do things, and some things you'll do, and you'll shake your head, but because of the maturity of God that's come into you, that maturity will carry you. That maturity will gird you and will carry you to a place that you've never walked before. And this is the ministry. This is the ongoing ministry of the Holy Spirit. For the Scripture says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Father, I pray for my listening audience today. And as my listening audience desires to be led by your Spirit, I thank you for a new dimension, for a new dimension of walking in your Spirit, for a new dimension of walking in the glory of the Lord, for a new dimension of seeing the impossible, become possible and you doing unusual things through their lives and you doing things through their lives that there's no way 
that they can explain. And I thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas. 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast, The Best is Yet to Come, wherever you get your podcast. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.